<laughs> Haven't talked to a man in years. So. <laughs> Welcome to Spinsters, a podcast where we finally interview NBA player only to convince him to be on The Bachelor. I'm Jordan. Haley's here. Sierra's here. Later, we'll be joined by George Niang of the Philadelphia 76ers and Max Struess of the Miami Heat. You got to guess which one is going to be on The Bachelor. (laughs) (laughs) Wish your team could find some next level talent. When your business needs someone with the right skills fast, you need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash spinsters. Offer good for a limited time. Okay, I have written down to talk to you guys. Oh, actually, can we start somewhere that you guys might absolutely have no... uh, answer on you know that haunted hotel in oklahoma have y'all ever stayed there yes what is it called again not the 21c right no the new one i think it's the older one the skirvin that's what it is yes yeah that sounds haunted just that name what (laughs) is that (laughs) we actually we we stayed there up until last year last year's our first year not staying there oh teams aren't staying there anymore i don't think so I hope not. That place is terrifying. So did anything scary happen to you? No, it's just the vibe. It's just, it's, it's definitely haunted. That's Max, for sure. Max, do you want to talk about it? Like, is this, <laughs> we can make it a therapy I, I know. I kind of need to get into that. What, was it the decor, the people working there? What made it feel haunty? I don't know. It's just like very, old, like, it's haunty. Yeah. Uh, it's very old. Um, the rooms are like small and it smells. Um, it smells. Not, the vents though, like rooms right next to you, you can like hear the other room next to you. So like, I don't know if it was, I was hearing stuff or it was just my neighbor. Um, but <laughs> you know, it's, it's uh, not one of my favorite hotels to stay at. That's for sure. The legend of it was, I think that the owner was having an affair with someone who worked there. And then she was like, I'm going to tell that we're having an affair. So he locked her in the top floor and then she never left. Dang, that's the that's... voice you were hearing. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. That would never happen in Me Too. I just want to say Max, that. You, th- you thought it was someone having fun in the next room, <laughs> but really it was just a go. <laughs> I hope not. Jeez. Help me. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh my god. Yeah, gosh. I literally had Haunted Hotel written down first. And then I asked your agent what you guys might want to talk about. And he said that you're very interested in fashion. Mm. Uh, but what does that mean? Because there's a lot of kinds of fashion. There's like the spectrum for NBA yeah. players, especially. There really is. I feel like Ma- Max, I would say maybe I should speak for myself. We're more on the like conservative. Yeah. And would- that. Like the last people that would talk about fashion. <laughs> there, there is some people that I think, I honestly think they wake up in the morning and they're like, what clown show can I get started today? Because some of the outfits I see are like absurd. But hey, I mean, if you have confidence to pull it off, then why not? I like looking like conservative, like well put together, have some nice pieces, but I can't walk around looking like 
having everybody look at me being like, oh, that's new. You know, like I, I couldn't, but I enjoy fashion. I enjoy a, a being well-dressed. I think you could pull off some good looks, George. I, I, I could see you rocking some uh, Russell Westbrook. A kilt? Shirt. Yeah, a kilt. A kilt, yes. <laughs> what do you think about like some, uh, I see I tried to get into fashion like earlier this year. And like I wore like, you know, those boots, like those like designer boots, they're kind of like halfway. Oh, up. Man, we need a picture of that. So <laughs> like I Chelsea boots. Is that what you're talking about? I don't know the specific name of them, but, you know, they don't. Anyway, my bu- I walked upstairs and my buddy was like, yo, it's nice to see that you're supporting our local state troopers with your boots. <laughs> <laughs> well, that'll do it. That'll make you not want to dress ever. Oh, my God. My confidence was at like a 10. I went to like, like a negative seven walking out of the house. Dude, I was like sprinting through the tunnel. Like, don't take pictures of me. You warm. You kept them on. I, you know what I mean? Like once I'm set, like I'm, I'm just going to go with it and whatever comes with it, I can roll. Wow. Good for you. I did realize that I asked you guys about fashion and then you're both wearing plain white t-shirts. <laughs> so hey, that's a crazy comment considering it's the summer. Like it's, it's a relaxing. <laughs> you don't need to dress up at one o'clock on a Wednesday. I think I'm wearing a team-issued Miami Heat shirt. That's what I'm wearing. Nice. Even better. A free T-shirt. It's like (laughs) top-tier fashion. (laughs) We know who you play for. You don't have to brag about it. All right. Just because we beat you in the playoffs, man. I'm still not over that, so can we please not make that a topic? My bad. My bad. Didn't want to bring it up. Um, I, the other thing I had written down to ask you guys is what you would do if you weren't NBA players. I feel like I know the answer in your case, George. Maybe I don't. What would it be? Fashion designer. Easy. I think you would be into broadcast. <laughs> For are you, sure. Are you saying that because I talk too much? Like, why, what was that for? No, I'm saying that because you've expressed an interest. You've been on multiple podcasts and you had a video series. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Don't you have your own podcast? Uh, you know, I kind of doing a podcast is tough. I kind of like dance in and out of it because the legwork behind the scenes is almost like too exhausting. But if I had someone to do all that and I could just get on and just shoot the breeze, I think podcasting could definitely be in the the future. But broadcasting is something that's cool. I like to get to know other people. I like to talk. So. I guess you are right, Haley. I'll let you off the hook on that one. <laughs> what do we think about Max? Mm. What would I do? Yeah, um, what would you do? Not playing basketball, you could be anything, anything in the world. Is this like realistic or like what I would dream of doing? Let's hear both. Realistically, I'd probably be working at like State Farm or something, like selling insurance. Um <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> To be honest, this good benefits. They've got good <laughs> benefits. Yeah, um, no, I don't know. I just said I would probably have the most basic job, most basic, boring job you could probably think of. Um, what's my dream job? I mean, I don't know. I think my job right now is pretty cool. Um, I enjoy it. Uh, I don't know. I do. I I I do like the like the social media influencers that just like travel the world and seem like they have all the money in the world out of nowhere. But I don't know how you get that job. Yeah. Kind of fake it. Edited really nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think you just fake it until people are like, 
wow, is this your job? Let me send you here. And then you get the free trips. So you can just you start doing that on your Instagram. So you until you're broke. Yeah, there you go. And then yeah. somebody starts paying. Yeah. Or you could, you could say, you know who you kind of look like that you get away with? The Tinder swindler. You could, you could get away with something like that. <laughs> okay, you now do have a dream job. Like. <laughs> Simon. Simon Lavelle or whatever his name is. I honestly wish I knew who you were talking about, but I'm sure I do look like him. I don't even know. Who was oh, you've got to watch that documentary. It's who about this that? guy who hustles women into giving him money. Not just women, but primarily who he matches with on Tinder into giving him oh, money sure. so he can live a lavish lifestyle. Dude, like he was getting women to give him like $20,000 and they were taking out loans. Oh, That's no. sick. That's, what is his baseline? What, what is the story that he's like broke or like what does he do? No, he would just match with them on Tinder and basically would ha- be like, hey, I have a lot of money. Come off as a like he has all this oil money, but like his money's being blocked and people are after him. So like he'll pay her back, but she has to like send him like 50K and he would like travel to another girl. So it was like a big Ponzi scheme of like women. Oh, and when he'd send them a check, the check would bounce and these women had like, no money and i remember watching like at the end of the series they're like if you want to support them go like to this venmo and i was like i'm not getting caught (laughs) get out of here that's the bigger scheme is that they put on this yeah uh, documentary so they can get get their money back dang did you not see it jordan yeah i can't believe i didn't watch that one my it's really good we talk about it all the time my taste in tv is very um very niche but i'm more of like a 90 day fiance married at first sight type of gal but i'm interested what are your guys's guilty pleasure in in tv reality television sitcoms what do you guys love to watch on off days you want to go first max no you got it man (laughs) um i'm a big like entourage guy i've probably watched it through like four or five times already. I like the Ozarks. Uh, I was big into Narcos. I like Friends. Um, I don't I don't really get into like The Bachelor or the 90 Day Fiance because then I catch myself like wanting to go on Twitter and be like, oh, Gabby's so annoying. Or, you know what I mean? So <laughs> I, I try to like stay away from that because then I'll just say outlandish stuff and that usually gets me in trouble. Um, but I like to golf. Um, but that, other than that, I would say my shows are pretty much at the minimum. Talk about shows. Why are you saying you like the golf out of nowhere? Because <laughs> for some reason, I thought. <laughs> God, you man, watch the golf I, channel? Is that what you're trying to say? That, I was going to say, is there yeah. a show on the golf channel that, yeah, that you like, love? Like putting for dummies and stuff like that. Like, I'll, I'll go turn that on. No, I was kidding. I'm just joking. Oh, okay. I I don't I watch no the golf idea. channel, so I was like, yeah, that's that's a show. Yeah, Haley Haley was hitting me when I with her. Like, yeah, I remember you. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah for sure. Remember me? For sure. Yeah. I get it though because there is always a golf tournament on, like every weekend. That's the best thing to fall asleep to. Yeah. That's oh, okay. Not a golf fan over here. <laughs> No, I like to golf. I don't like to watch golf, though. Oh. I, like being outside and golfing, but watching golf, can't do it unless it's like Sunday of the Masters or something like that. But just Yeah, every I think week- it's, 
it's one of those things where you have to grow up liking it yeah. because otherwise I don't know I don't know how you get into watching it as an adult but when you grow up with it it's fine well I feel like every man adult like as they get older try to get into golf and try to be like better at golf so I think that just like is part of their process of getting better at golf is they start to think that they're like really like golfies and like watch golf every weekend and try to get really into it. So I think that's what George's is on the path to doing. sounds like. <laughs> well, see, I've, heard, I've heard from a lot of guys like in relationship, it gives them like a four hour window, like away from their significant other, like how women are like, Oh, I'm going to go to target or I'm going to go shopping. Like that's their break. I think that's like guys break. Was that too aggressive? Was that too much? <laughs> no, it's not. But I'm trying to learn how to golf right now. And I have noticed that I have two female friends who golf, um, but they're not in Kentucky. And every time we go to the range, well, A, it's humiliating because the thing about golf is you do. Does anyone ever feel good about it? You feel good like one out of every 50 times. And then the other times you're just devastated that you're still this yeah. fucking bad at it. But yeah, there's it's always guys as well. So I'll go into the little cubby section where no one can see your swing. <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking about? Just because I don't want eyes on me. There's too much pressure already. But anyway, Max, you didn't tell us what your guilty uh, pleasure TV is. I hope that it's something more embarrassing than George's because... Jordan said 90 Day Fiance. Mine is Love Island. I love Love Island. Um, Honestly, um, I haven't really gotten the reality television. Uh, but I did, like, during COVID, um, when we were, like, locked in our house, I would live with, like, two other people, and we are three other people. And uh, we got into The Bachelor. We, we, we actually watched it. And um, the one with uh, the one dude. Colton was that his name? Oh, that was. You guys good. watched that? Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. was a good season. I don't really yeah. watch The Bachelor, but I did watch that season because that was high drama. Yeah, exactly. And it was like during COVID, like everybody was quarantined, everybody was home, so we were all like, uh, I think we just made like drinking games to it every what was it Monday night, Tuesday night, whatever it was, way to gather the friends around. But other than that, though, I probably I'm more of like a comedy guy. I'll watch The Office, um, Ozarks, like he said, I've seen um breaking bad sons of anarchy um those were probably my my favorites jersey shore i, I know you watch that <laughs> no i never <laughs> got into that <laughs> T -T -L. sounds like you know all about it i was a big jersey shore guy i guess that's one embarrassing one but that's about it mm -hmm. yeah that takes the cake yes that was a great show though that was very formative Right. Every Thursday night. What was it? Thursday. Thursday. They tried to combine Jersey Shore and Thursday. I'm not gonna. Uh, that's all I'm gonna say on that. Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> Wish your team could find some next level talent. When your business needs someone with the right skills fast, you need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring partner that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is it makes hiring easy, all in one place. For example, the assessments. 
Indeed helps star applicants to shine with over 135 assessment tests from cooking all the way to coding. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job posts at Indeed.com slash spinsters. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash spinsters. Indeed.com slash spinsters. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I love how I feel after a good workout. I feel strong, confident, and motivated. But your girl ain't young anymore. Those sore joints and muscles sometimes weigh me down and keep me from reaching my fitness goals. That's why I use the doTERRA Deep Blue Stick. It provides targeted, natural, and reliable relief without synthetic ingredients. Learn more at doTERRA.com slash Finsters. That's D-O-T-E-R-R-A dot com slash Finsters. That's actually something else. You're from Iowa. I no, found out I, that Max is from well, Illinois. I went to school in Iowa. I'm not from Iowa. Where are you from? Oh, oh. From Boston. Oh, you're from Boston. Oh, yeah. yeah. On my notes, it says George is a Boston guy because that's what <laughs> Zach said. I was like, what would they want to talk about? And he's like, well, George is a Boston guy. So I wrote down, George is a Boston guy. <laughs> yeah, so like the Red Sox, Patriots, fucking the town, Adam Sandler, you name it. We can talk about it all. Just the way you said fucking means you're from Boston. Yes, yeah, that, that could have yeah. been it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Packies. Why does Boston get a bad reputation? Because uh, I think everybody from the, like the Northeast is like mean, you know, like mass holes. That's kind of like the name that they've created. But I don't know. It's cold up there a lot of the time, so people aren't too happy all the time. So I don't think people enjoy really going to Boston, even though it's a great place. If you guys want me to show you around, we have great Italian food, the Boston Tea Party, like historical sites. I mean, there's a lot of cool stuff to, to do. The Boston Tea There's tons of things to do. The Boston Tea Party. Yeah, no, yeah. I can show you where it happens. Seriously. The North End, though, great, great food, great Italian food. Yes. Shout out Ari on the North End, my guy Massimo over there. Max, do you do you well, like traveling to Boston or do you also share the same I sentiment? Actually, um, spent some time in Boston. I was with the Celtics for like a summer. Uh, so I, I lived there for what, two, three, two, three months. Um, I actually enjoyed Boston though. I liked it. It honestly, honestly reminded me like a smaller Chicago. Um, so I, I enjoyed my time there. Um, obviously, it was the summer, so it was nice, nice time to be there. Um, but no, I liked it. I enjoyed it. I got nothing bad to say about Boston. Is there like a sneaky good place that NBA an NBA team is that people maybe outside the NBA or fans say is a bad place to live, but you guys would actually enjoy? Like an NBA city? Yeah, like mm-hmm. because I think fans are always – assuming that players want to live you know in miami for example yeah or la or new york and then a lot of the other ones they'll just dump on without maybe knowing too much about it uh, hmm. damn. that might be the best question i've heard all year i kind of like denver i enjoy denver yeah okay uh, denver. i don't know 
I was in Denver for a wedding. I will say it would take me a lot to get adjusted to the way that you have to change your drinking there and just your <laughs> indulging habits because I was at a wedding and I was like drinking a normal amount, but because of the altitude, it's not normal anymore. I was like, why am I, why do I feel like this? I've had two like, I don't years. know what's happening. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I made a speech. Yeah, it was, you know, I'd have to get used to it, but I think Denver seems nice. Thing. I mean, I would say Minnesota in the summer, but that's only because I went to school like three hours away and Minnesota was a good time. But when we go there in February and you can't leave your hotel, mm -hmm. it's I don't know. I, I would go with Denver. I played in Utah and I would say that's one where people are like, oh, I don't really like it there. And I, I enjoyed being there, like going up to Park City, the mountains, like there's a bunch of outdoorsy things to do and people are normal whereas like in other places it's just like keeping up with the jones is like what car do you drive where utah was like they could be a billionaire but drive a subaru and you'd like never know mm -hmm. yeah so that makes I, sense but i think a lot of the cities off of the hotels we stay in though to be honest with you facts that's very true which yeah. city has the best hotels why why the Four Seasons at in Philadelphia is like the best hotel I've ever seen, ever. It's what? phenomenal. The only bad thing, there's only one bad thing, is like the elevator situation is bad. But other than that, the hotel is top notch. What's it? It's not enough elevators. Like it takes no. The, the lobby's on the 60th floor, so like you have to go from floor one to like 60, and then you go to you go down to your room from there. It's just like there's like. You got to go from one elevator up, then you got to walk across and go to another elevator. It's just like a whole debacle. But what yeah. makes it so great? Because that does seem like a major inconvenience. That seems like a big check. Because <laughs> well, when you go up to the 60th floor, you can see literally like the whole city. And then the next like, so you go up to the 60th and then the floors are like 59 all the way down to like 48. And that's where all the rooms are. But that's like the tall, it's the tallest building in the city. So you can see over the whole city. Then, like, the pool area is, like, an infinity pool that, like, looks out over, like, the whole city. So you can literally see Jersey, Delaware, North Philly, South Philly. Like, it's just the view. And then it's just the amenities in the Four Seasons are. Yeah. The rooms are really nice. Yeah. It has, like, the thing where you, like, I thought it was so cool the first time I stayed there. When you open the door and, like, the drapes open up and, like, music starts playing. It's like, what are you doing? What? Music starts playing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's that wild. I'm so poor, like that didn't even <laughs> compute in my mind. Like what? The first time I was there, I was like, I, I do not belong here. Why am I staying here? <laughs> yeah, a lot of rich people stuff I think is just made up because it sounds so nonsensical, like music playing. I just don't, I can't even fathom that. But, but when that you sounds have amazing. It, it's, like, it's like enjoyable though. Like, yeah, I know it's, it's stuff when you don't have, you're like, how could I ever do that? It's like when I was in the G League, we had to like shower in like these trailers. And then when I got signed, <laughs> signed to the jazz, there was like two shower heads in the locker room. And I'm like, that's a waste of water. Like who would ever do that? <laughs> and one day I like turn on both shower heads and I'm like, oh shit, I ain't never going back to one shower head. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you guys know a lot about um, the minor leagues in baseball and like them oh. unionizing and how they are treated. Yeah, it's so bleak. Like they're, 
their living conditions are terrible. And I've always wondered about the G League because it sounds way better than that. I mean, anything's better than that. But I also have no idea what it's like because you're not getting NBA amenities at that point, right? No. Uh, definitely not. But, I mean, they're they're doable. I wouldn't say they're that far off from college, would you, Max? Mm. Uh, actually, actually, that's a lie. Flying southwest at 6 in the morning blows. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. I mean, we've had charter flights in college, so that's yeah, that's even a step up than the G League. But my cousin played minor league baseball, so I know all about it. And he was like, I felt so bad for him. Like they basically live in like dorm rooms, and then have like communal bathrooms and like, yeah, it's like worse than college, basically, like bad. But the G League is the G League is like normal. Like we'll stay at like a Best Western or. Uh, like a holiday in, but it's not, I mean, you have a roommate too, so that kind of sucks, but, um, yeah. but yeah, I think the worst part of it is like flying, like we're spoiled with the NBA with charter flights and things like that, but like flying Southwest or flying United and having to go check in at the airport with 20 guys from your team. It's just like a disaster taking mm-hmm. the, taking a short bus there that the uh, other equipment manager drives. Like it's just a, <laughs> It's hilarious. Like the it's WNBA weird. would like to have a word. <laughs> that is that's <laughs> their normal life. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't be talking about like how bad that is because that is some people's norm. <laughs> yeah, no, you're, you're like, you're well, 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 and I'm now, like, look, like, I get Southwest points. As I said, no, the I still, <laughs> I still fly Southwest. Like, I love flying Southwest, so I shouldn't say that. That's, but. A, that's a damn lie. I saw you on Delta first class. <laughs> I just went no, to Vegas. I flew I Southwest. I swear. You can check my receipts. Um, but yeah, it's just like you were, I was basing that off of the NBA to the G League. That's right. what I was doing. But it's really not that bad, but just like considerable to the the NBA, it's not even close. Well, I think anybody's gonna say that based on y'all's schedule, having to fly sometimes daily, like sometimes you just get two break, two days in between, one day in between. You want it to be convenient and not like yeah, yeah. I fly Southwest, but I fly like what once every two months, so it's not the worst thing in the world plus mm-hmm. i always get in front i always do a i'm in the a <laughs> one through 31 you bought the early bird check-in yes because that's <laughs> the key with southwest exactly Otherwise, See, George, i wouldn't back. know that i wouldn't have known that early bird check-in unless i actually flew southwest you're right there's my there's my <laughs> back i've been scarred from southwest because i've gotten caught with like c65 and i'm in a middle seat mm. for four hours and i'm like yeah southwest no chance and there's no TVs, so you have mm-hmm. to prepare. You need to have downloaded something or read a book if you're sophisticated. But otherwise, yeah, it's awful. It is. Yeah. It is. I've had experience. I respect it. That's a grind. <laughs> but now, now you guys are four seasons, two shower heads. Now that's like looking down on us Southwestern. Well, you still you say you still fly, but the NBA, it seems like it's on a – that's a whole nother level. Yeah. The NBA, we are like, we have nothing to complain about. I think the worst thing we complain about is like after a game at midnight where we're stuck on the the tarmac for like an hour, yeah. sitting in a playing cards, 
and like, why isn't the plane moving? I think that's like the worst thing that we actually, or the bellman forgot to put our, brought our bag to the wrong room, which is sometimes annoying, but that's that is annoying. the worst it gets. Who's like the teammate that nobody expects would be fun on the team flight, but is fun on the team flight? Oh, we're going to reveal some secrets here. Hmm. Uh, you know what? Buttering you guys up. This is what we really want. <laughs> on our flight, I would say I would say Tyrese, Tyrese Maxi and Tobias Harris together is is really funny. Joel is pretty funny too, but he's more kept to himself. But I would say Tyrese and Tobias. Now Max, he could probably give you a really good answer here because he has like you know a lot of like we got some characters. Yeah. I would say one of them is going to be George's new teammate, so he'll probably have the next one. P.J. Tucker was hilarious on the plane. He just, like, he talks so loudly that, like, he, nobody can sleep on the plane. And he just, like, the whole time, he does not sleep. He just, like, screams the whole time because they're playing cards or doing something. And he'll just, like, blast his music, and like, he's just very loud in everything he does. But it's hilarious because he's just, like, laughing and yelling the whole time. It's, it's actually pretty funny. What games, though? Like, what games are you guys getting in on, and which ones do you sit out of? I do not at all. You don't play cards? No, no, no. I don't have, my, I don't have enough money to sit at the table. Oh, <laughs> These aren't for fun. Card when, they play, when they play Phase 10 or, like, Uno, and then it's for fun, I'll step in and play. But I love Phase 10. To be fair, Phase 10 is a great game. Great game. Great Max, game. you come up as more of, like, a Scrabble guy. You know, you look like you have a lot of... <laughs> Is that because I, I have glasses on right now? Is that why? Yes. Is that judgmental? <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry, but you look really smart right now. <laughs> My Scrabble words would be awful. Like, and like I would be so bad at Scrabble. Uh, I, yeah, literally. <laughs> I used to be in the dictionary, like looking up all the words that began with like Z and Q. <laughs> You're they have like now that you can like type in what letters you have and it'll just like put a word for you yeah i need I that no but the card game so it's a card game called Blu-ray is what we play it's kind of like spades have you ever played spades any of you i'm not good but i i have yes so you get like five cards and the deal goes around to the left and say the most you can play with is like six people and you have to put money up to play it's kind of like blackjack anteing up to play and say it's like $20 a hand. So everyone puts up 20. The dealer deals everybody five cards and is allowed to flip one of his cards. And whatever suit that is, diamonds, hearts, clubs, spades, is the trump suit. Ace is the highest, then from down on king, queen, jack, and whatever. And, you know, if you want to stay in, you say that you're in and you give away the cards that aren't trump and you get, say I have two trump cards, which is the, this uh, suit that the dealer flipped, he gives you your card ba cards back. And if you don't want to be in, you're like, I'm out. Um, but if you stay in and you don't win a book, like where like you win like a trick or whatever they call it, mm -hmm. uh, then you have to match the pot. It's called getting booed. So that's why it gets crazy because the pot may stay the same. I've seen it get up to a large amount and someone like what we like to call gets booed and then has to match the pot. So say if the pot got to like $20,000, $20, <laughs> it's, 
Oh and, my goodness. And then you get booed. Um, then you have to match the 20,000 of your own, but the 20,000 from before was just everybody else's over the course of a flight put in there. So now there's 40,000 in the pot. And sometimes I've seen someone else get booed and then it's, yeah, it just gets out of hand really. What's, hypothetically, uh, of course, we're not literally speaking. This is just hypothetically. What's the biggest you've seen a pot get to? <laughs> I've I've seen it get to 120 and literally I, I was like, not. I was like, I'm just going to sit out. I will only play if I have the ace. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. It got pretty, pretty scary. <laughs> is that played in partners though? Because is it, or it's just, no. it's just it's all individual. Oh gosh. One, one man band at this point. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be better if it was partners. If it was, I, I thought at first it was a partners game and I was, think I thought that was called Euchre. Like it seemed along the same lines of this game I used to play at my grandpa's house. I've um, played that. You've played Euchre? Yes. Yeah. yeah. It must be because they're Illinois and Kentucky are close. But yeah, we that's the Midwest. For yeah, sure. it's a Midwest game. That yeah. game is really fun. You, you got that bond. I can really send. <laughs> I'm only going to ask like... George the hard questions. <laughs> the, my up. family played Bid Wiz. Bid Wiz. And that has partners, but it's similar than Spades. But, and it's a trump card and all of that. So that's why I thought there was that connection. But that seems like you're all. All in or all out. I would be tapping out every time. I'd be like, yeah, Jordan does not like risk. Every time we go to summer league, I try, I like, we'll try to get her to gamble and maybe next time, but too strong. And she has persevered. I wish that y'all played like really silly games on the planes and bet huge pots like Kemp's or spoons or something. Do you know what I mean? I already know, Max, you've played Kemp's. Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What is that? Kemp says, okay, so you have right. a partner. It's really easy to explain. You have a partner. So let's say that you two are partners. And sorry, Sierra, me and Jordan are partners. We are trying to get four of a kind. And there's four cards on the table. And so you can pick them up and then you can discard. There's only four cards in your hand at any given time. So let's okay. say that I get four of a kind eventually. What I need to do is signal to Jordan that I have Kemp's. That's what it's called. Four of a kind is Kemp's. So we would have previously discussed some kind of tell or sign. Oh, like a scratch the head. or Like, like this, you know, or like you're playing with your ring or something like that. Um, but you as the other team can see that I'm acting funny and you can say stop Kemp's. So it is a, it's a silly game, but it is also a highly competitive game. Yeah, it's fun. Yes. Could you have, I played like, that. Oh, senior. What? Yeah, you can do fake tells. I've done that before. Oh, you know, yeah. I go. Yeah. I'm a very competitive person, so <laughs> I'll have layers to it. We'll have the real tell, the backup tell, in case I think they've identified the first tell, and then the fake tell. So if I'm playing with people I've never played with before who don't know I'm competitive, I'll do something real obvious like this. You know, where obviously, mm-hmm. who does that? You know, but if it's people I know, then I'll have a fake tell that's actually real so this would be my real one yeah yeah honestly you are like there should be a pro league for camps because (laughs) you just explain that it's like you fucking put your time in yeah i really like 
games. <laughs> I do. I do. I would love to be involved in like a high stakes thing, but I don't know what I would. I definitely wouldn't play that one that you guys are talking about. It sounds like there's too much chance with the deal. That's scary. Nah. Like blackjack. Do you guys play blackjack when you go to Vegas? I yes. Is that your only game or? Craps. You don't want to see me and George on the craps table. Yeah. Like literally don't want to see it or <laughs> it's a good thing. <laughs> but you should come because we win money. Me and George, me and George do well together on the, on the craps table. We, we make a good team. I love that craps is like a team activity. It's craps. is all about energy. Like I swear mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the table's up, upbeat and everybody's into it. Like you're going to come out. I'm positive. You're going to come like everybody's going to win. Yeah. That's what's fun. When people are like taking it so serious and like rolling their dice and like doing their by themselves, it's like uh, bad energy. Everybody's gonna lose. Well, it's interesting because it's such a like casinos are a really sad place if you just look up. Like no one's really happy. Mm -hmm. But except for the craps table, people are having a great time every single time. They really are. That actually is a good point. You go to a blackjack table and you ask someone like, "Can I join in?" They're like, "Yeah, can you wait till the end of the shoe?" Yeah, they're pissed. <laughs> they're so focused. They're yeah. It's a, it's a sad place if you look too much into it. But I feel like that's also just recruiting. You're like looking at what table. You're filling out the vibes, and you're like, okay, this is where all the money is going to be met. So I'll go there. Makes sense. Well, the dealer is very important because if you get a bad vibe from the dealer and blackjack, mm-hmm. you've got to leave, and you don't even have to be, you know. They understand. You can be diplomatic about it and polite, but you've got to go if you're not getting along. I just had, we were just in Vegas. I was playing back blackjack and I had sat down with one of my teammates and we, like the lady was just a bad vibe. Like I was like, I should have just got up and left, but I gave her a shot and she had like six 21s in a row. It was insane. It was like a blackjack and then it was like a four card 21 and then a three card 21. I was like, this is actually insane. But that must have been tough, Max, because, you know, where you play, you know, the high limit room, that, that, <laughs> right. All right. Yeah. What's yeah, the what's, most you guys have lost on a game? This is getting really personal. Huh? I can share. I mean, I've lost a lot at Blackjack. It's true. I don't like to admit it, but it's true. Uh, I've, I've gone, I've went to Vegas with like 2,000, got up to 6,000, and left with zero dollars. That one was, that one hurt. That yeah, that mm. second hand hurts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think it's hard to lose that much in blackjack. Uh, like, not, not at the Aria. <laughs> I got, I was there. I was talking to people, and I'm like, oh no. And then next thing you know, I'm like, why do I only have one twenty five dollar <laughs> chip? That's weird. I don't yeah. bet enough to like lose that much. To be honest with you, I'm very conservative when it comes to gambling. Yeah, that's Jordan. Me and Duncan and Davis were talking about this. You have to go to the end of the strip, almost off of it, to play blackjack and have any fun. Where it's like the five dollar entry tables. Oh my god! Talking about like old Las Vegas. Yeah, I'm conservative, but if you're talking about Duncan, (laughs) I think he's more, way more conservative than I am. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Uh, where the free drinks are like water. That's where you got to go. <laughs> Might as well play the penny slots. Fuck it. But we're not going to take any risks. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, that's probably the one time I gambled. I paid the penny slots, cashed out at $6. So I was like, that's it. That's my limit. I don't know if I'm getting higher. Don't want to lose it. <laughs> that's <laughs> my conservative level. <laughs> Did you do that in Vegas, Jordan? No, it was actually in Reno back oh, in the okay. day. Parents. Ooh, so Sacramento. Yeah. That's Go crazy. Good old Reno time. You know, Jordan, you're not like the stereotypically wild one in Vegas, but two times ago when we were in Vegas, you got engaged and got a tattoo. That's true. I want to remind That's you true. of that. That is That's true. That's a hell of a trip. <laughs> I know. I know. And the, the best part, just to show how frugal I am, it was a $20 tattoo. It was a place that um, you could just pick from this chart, and I got a palm tree, and it was 20 bucks. I was like, cool. Hell yeah. <laughs> Always yeah, gotta find a bargain. <laughs> my leg did not fall off. It was on my ankle. It's still good, still intact. So I, I feel no good. Inf- no infection, not nothing from the needle. Everything nope. was all good. good. <laughs> I survived it. <laughs> Didn't tell my mom until after. She was very concerned for me. But I was so and- envious when I heard that story. I was like, Did you say you got married? So cool. <laughs> I didn't get married. I got engaged um, at the stratosphere. But hindsight, we probably should have just got married in Vegas like that weekend. Now planning a wedding. I should have. We should have just did it there. That would have been so fun. Great memory. Elvis um, whole thing. We should have just leaned in. Yeah. You know, Jordan, you're talking crazy stuff right now. (laughs) I mean, getting married in Vegas, I don't know. I feel like you get judged for that when people ask, like, where was it? And you're like, oh, it was this beautiful venue. And you're like, yeah, I was at that little chapel, you know, the one they show in all the movies. <laughs> From the hangover. <laughs> yeah. From the hangover. I know. But then it's like, yeah, it was like $30. I don't know how much it was, but it's not how much this extravagant wedding is. It would have been, uh, if we're talking about deals, and I love a deal. That would have been the way to go. I feel that. I can respect that. <laughs> Thank I'm gonna you. if I if I catch an invite, I'm gonna bring like a a penny slot to your uh your <laughs> so we can just enjoy that. <laughs> that would be so fun. And I would watch everybody else. I probably still wouldn't put money in because I've put so much money into the wedding. <laughs> we gotta get you to lean in a little more. I'm just yeah, you scared. could gamble. You could have gambled at Summer League and we could have won. I know. Yeah, yeah and covered the expenses of your wedding. Think about think positively about gambling. That's your problem. You're only thinking about losing. When you think about losing, you lose. This is peer pressure. This is how bad habits start. <laughs> right here. It is truly because I'm saying this and I lost like what, six hundred dollars after that a trip. recording? Yeah. Yes. That trip, one night. Yeah. That's like one podcast for you guys. What are we even talking about? <laughs> I think you have severely <laughs> overestimated what this podcast is. That's why you can go ahead and say whatever you want because don't don't worry. Uh, <laughs> it's not reach it's not gonna reach six hundred dollars per pod worth people, so <laughs> don't worry worry about it. I wanna ask you guys about something that's near and dear to my heart. Astrology. Um, I looked up both of your signs. Are you familiar with what you are? Here we go. I'm a Gemini, but every time I tell people that, they're like, (laughs) no way. 
I'm an Aries, but I don't I don't know anything about that stuff. I don't know what it means. I don't really pay attention to it, to be honest with you. George, are you, you born on right July seventeenth? June seventeenth. You you know you've gotten. Oh, <laughs> oops! I was like, you're a Cancer. What are you talking about? Okay, <laughs> you're a Gemini. Ooh, okay. Um. Wow. There you go. Judgy <laughs> McJuggerson over there. <laughs> Wow, I was like, you oh, he's a cancer, coming. You know great sign. Yeah, okay. So, Max, tell me if you think this rings true for you. And Aries born on March 28th, right? I got the month right. Will be bubbly, excitable, and somewhat unpredictable. They can be argumentative, but never to the point where it diminishes their personal charm. These people are thoughtful, meditative, and spiritual. What do you guys think? Is that true? Hmm. I don't know about the bubbly part of that, but um, <laughs> yeah, that's a rough around the edges type. I'm not very spiritual either. I don't. I don't think that really. I don't know. Some of it fit me, but not all of it. I would. I would think. Meditating. Maybe others. Maybe others that know me well would would disagree. What do you? It seemed like you've never uh, even said the word bubbly before. Yeah, the, never, it coming out of your mouth did not sound like it sounded like the first time you've ever said it. I did not want to. I just. Did not, <laughs> Not me. I do not even. I don't, I don't even want to say it. But yeah, no. Bubble, bubbly, bubbly is not me. I'm surprised that this was what Google said because Aries are normally known for being feisty and mm -hmm. very uh, quick to tell you that you're wrong. In my personal experience with Aries, I think that's too. I mean, I'm not very confrontational. Oh, then yeah, it doesn't fit. It does not fit the bill. Yeah. Hmm. No, right. see, that's why I don't believe in this stuff because it's like, that's just not me. Like, that's just not true. So. I get it. Uh, George, can I have a cancer one for you, so I'm just going to make up the Gemini <laughs> on the spot. But Gemini, you've heard it before. It's the twins, and so it's very dual personalities. You get extremely into certain things. Like, you have a lot of knowledge about a lot of different subjects. Um, and sometimes you really, really, really like to be alone, but then other times you love to be like the most extreme version of the life of the party. That's the, basically the Gemini stereotype. I would say the life of the party definitely fits. Uh, what are you guys shaking your head? <laughs> I'm um, admit. <laughs> I like the being alone part, um, uh, that maybe might be true. I was an only child for like the first 13 years of my life. So maybe that could kind of ring true. I don't really like the admitting about the twin part because that makes me seem like I'm two-faced, which I feel like I give everybody the same energy. That's kind of like one of the greatest qualities of George, if I am talking positively about myself. <laughs> no, but I don't know. I guess it's, it's somewhat true. I hear it all the time. Anytime someone asks me about my sign, I'm like, oh, shit. And then whenever I tell them they're like uh i think i'm gonna go now and i'm like oh. <laughs> i feel that though i'm a i'm an aquarius and we are like the introvert outrovert people like we're both we i can either be so i'm the life of the party i'm talking to everybody or i am withdrawn and i get energized by being by myself so i feel that kind of dual personality there I'm with you. I'm glad you can accept me, Jordan, because uh, Sierra and Haley uh, don't, they're like, looking like, oh. 
I'm just no, surprised. No, no. I thought that you were a Cancer, but my research was wrong. I read the wrong month. I thought I think I got excited that it was going to be July 17th because it's my sister's birthday. No, you know, I I get that. That would have been, you know, something that's pretty cool, but you know, <laughs> considering that you've got two things wrong about me, I get just more excited to have Max, right. Max on than you are George. So no, I'm glad I wasn't add on. <laughs> <laughs> Literally on the, record, the top I'm of the prep list says George is a Boston guy. So yeah. you were literally the first thing on the list. So there you go. All right, you're forgiven. Um, our Zach also said that you guys might be open to talking about something that Jordan and I are very curious about, which is what it's like dating when you're famous, because it seems like it would be bad. But if you guys also or don't want to talk about it, that's fine. I'm not famous, so I don't know what that's like. Max, when you're very, what? very, very shut, well known. How about shut, that? Shut up. Max, you actually don't work at State Farm. You're an NBA player. Like you <laughs> That doesn't mean you're famous though. I can walk down the street and nobody will know who I am. That's not I can true. Anywhere and people will not know who I am. That can't be true. In Miami? Miami okay. Okay. Miami's gotten more and more i've gotten more recognizable in miami because of the playoffs i think but um i wouldn't say i'm famous by any means you know okay seriously like the humble play it was cute like to start the podcast but like open up a little bit seriously <laughs> you want to talk about Not your famous, life then buddy Southwest. i mean like I could understand why people think it's hard to date because then you kind of have like that mental block where it's like, is this person really into me for me? Or is it because like we go to steak dinners because we I drive in this car because we do cool stuff? Like, would you be into me if I made 50 grand as a construction worker and like you had to support me and bring me lunch every day at noon? Would, would you still be like, oh, I, I love... I love this dude. So I, I understand that. And I think that's the toughest part is like finding, you know, you want to find someone that's into you for you. Uh, and it's honestly hard to date someone when you're gone. I mean, probably I would say like a hundred something days out of the year. And like, you need to be focused. People don't understand. They think we just show up and play a game, but like the mental prep and like routines that we go through, like I'm not letting my mom disrupt that. Never mind. I let my girlfriend, you know, or someone like that. So, when you're calling me at like three in the morning or something to be like, I saw this on the internet and like, is this true? And I'm like, one, people can say whatever they want on the internet and no, it's not true. And three, why the hell are you breaking my routine for some nonsense? You know, there's very few people that can have the, how do I say this self-awareness or, you know, it, or to be secure enough in themselves to trust like, all right, I'm dating a professional athlete and you know these are the things that people say or do but i have trust in our relationship and like we're we're happy and it's tough for a lot of people because then they get caught up on instagram and it's just a there's a long list of stuff that aggravates me about but yeah you know they're, they're <laughs> yeah it's that hard <laughs> that was deep you just got real deep i, I appreciate that man that was yeah. You know, I opened up on, on this podcast, so hope you guys appreciate it. Well, I mean, for even for people who are, who have no notoriety at all, 
the social media can be so destructive because it's like, why did you like her put? Why did you do that? Why are you following? You know what I mean? So you can like, I spy all day, even with no notoriety at all. But then when you do have some, then it just magnifies it because more people are watching everything because they're trying to see like, does he want to leave this team? Like blah, 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 all those kinds of things as well. So I'd imagine that it's frustrating to see like every move be watched in that way. George touched on it, but I, I actually think, I think the hardest part of it is, is the money thing. I just, obviously we make a lot of money. So I think that's the hardest part is to know whether or not they're in it for the right reasons or not. I think that's, that's really the, the hardest part about dating. And being that was such a bachelor comment. You're not here for the right reasons. You would totally <laughs> hit them with That's that. That's where you got that. Yeah. <laughs> you totally what, what, hit them with that. Look what Colton taught you, Max. That's awesome. <laughs> I think oh, it would be the travel. Like, the yeah. person that the you're time. with. Right. The time, like, their love language cannot be quality time. Like that would, that couldn't be it because you are gone so much. And it comes in with the security thing, knowing when you guys want to communicate and all that stuff, but just being gone all the time. You're, they're kind of like living alone or by themselves a lot of the time and they just have to be okay with that. I'm sure that that's really hard. True. Yeah. No, that, um, that's tough. And then sometimes you get back from games or road trips and you just want to be like alone. Like how you say, like you get energized by yourself and it's like, what mm-hmm. the heck? You've just gone for five days. It's like, no, you don't understand. Like, it's not that I like <laughs> you less. It's just, I just want to be by myself. And then that's an argument. And then that turns to a whole new thing. And next thing you know, you're down the rabbit hole and, you know, just being single during the year has just, I've done pretty good work doing that. So on the court, on the court. Sorry, that sounded crazy. <laughs> yeah, I was like. <laughs> wow. I honestly did not. I, I did not. We know what you mean. No, like, in the brain over here. <laughs> Max is like, that's awesome. Thanks. You're like, <laughs> great, talk about great job. <laughs> uh, I was wondering if you guys ever just do not talk about your job as well initially when meeting someone but then I realized that might be hard because physically people might assume that you play basketball because you're tall uh I've 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 tried that but you know everybody it seems like dating now everybody's like well what's your Instagram just, I guess, so they can show their friends who they're dying. That kind of ruins it. I actually had one scenario where I told someone my name was Javier and we had kind of like lost touch. And I like texted her. I was like, hey, it's George. She's like, I've never heard of a George. And I was like, that <laughs> kind of backfired. <laughs> Way to go with Javier. That's a good, that's a good. Right? I kind of have that persona, right? Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. You Max, can be Javier. Max speaks a little. A little Spanish after being out of Miami. Give us a little something, Max. Hola. <laughs> oh, God. I wish I, got, wish I had Damn, anything. you said that with a Kentucky accent. Hola. <laughs> 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 Senor, yes, yeah, señorita. See, I can roll my R a little bit. That was nice. That was good. Uh, it's been over an hour. I actually would love to keep talking to you guys. You're very funny, but I don't want Zach to get mad at us. 
so yeah, we will get... let you go. But oh. thank you. This was really fun. Uh, so fun. Yeah, we appreciate it. It's fun to do non-basketball sometimes. No. Thanks for your honesty. Yeah. Nice. Spilling out. Change of pace for us. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having us on. We really appreciate it. Don't you think so, Max? It's a great time. I enjoyed my time. George, do I sense some sarcasm in your voice? <laughs> <laughs> he's still mad you got his birthday wrong. And where he's oh, what the? He is holding that against you. <laughs> I literally, I'll send you a screenshot, but it says George is a Boston guy. The minivan, Ju- July seventeenth, March twenty eighth. That's the rundown. So. Uh, Max, like I said, we know who she was more excited. To. You know, she's like, Midwest, we have that connection. Uh, <laughs> I thought we did, but you're from uh, Boston. I know. She so. wanted to loop you in that. With, and, you know what, Haley, just, we, can we pretend I'm from Kentucky? You know, I was born and raised <laughs> I lived in L.A. for four years. I go to the <laughs> office. I like Wendy's. Just wrap me up. You're a cancer. Yeah. yeah. Hey, July seventeenth. That's my new birthday now. Oh my god. All right. If you messed up my birthday, I wouldn't have given you as much hassle as him. I would have given you like the Midwest. Oh, it's all okay. You know, it's it's, a, it's all good. We can. That's what work I'm talking on. about. All right. That's what's See, preventing that's me from that's moving the, back to LA. That's Boston Masshole right here. That, <laughs> the, the world around, revolves around him right here. Oh my god. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you guys. We appreciate it. Um, Yes, this was very fun. Uh, Thanks for doing this. Maybe Uh, during the season we can have you back on. Yeah. And Max, if you want to apply for The Bachelor, I got you. I filled out a form for my brother. He didn't get the call, but I can. I'm a writer. I can write something. We can we can apply. They would definitely have an NBA player. Oh my god, they would love that. Got you. Especially someone famous like Max. (laughs) All right, it was great talking to you guys. Max is like, all right, fuck you guys, bye. Bye guys, thank you. Bye. Thank you.